0: You are listening to the Snowcross Podcast, presented by Amsoil.
1: Welcome to the Snowcross Podcast, presented by Amsoil. I'm your host, Haley Shanley, alongside Matt Skubik. We just want to remind you that you can head over to amsoil.com, and when you fill up your cart with $50 or more worth of product, and you enter promo code FREESHIP, X at checkout, that's going to get you free shipping. Now let's welcome to today's episode, the two-time back to back champion from Opdal Norway, the Viking Rocket Elias Ischel. Elias, how have you been, my friend?
2: Thank you. I'm good. How are you?
1: <laughs> I'm well, thank you. What have you been up to since the season ended?
2: No, I've been riding
0: my sled and just stay at home and just try to be safe out out in the world right now. What are some of the difficulties you face when you are from norway and you moved to the united states for the first six months of the year i mean what difficulties do you face during those times being not from the united states uh for sure the language uh, and everything like that is
2: different and uh, just uh, the biggest part is maybe just being away from home and uh, yeah just a long break from Uh, my friends and family and everything back home but uh, no it uh, it feels good over there too so it's getting better and better and yeah I like it.
0: Now do you have close relationships with many of the U.S. or North American riders or do you typically remain friends with a lot of fellow Scandinavian riders?
2: Yeah, it's, uh, I, it's easiest to uh, stay with the uh, Scandin- Scandinavians because of the language and everything like that. But uh, yeah, and uh, 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 it's getting easier with the Americans, uh, people and everything too. And uh, I spend most of the time with the team and uh, the mechanics and everything like that too. So yeah, it's, it's good.
1: And speaking of friendships with your fellow Scandinavians, describe your relationship with your teammate Aki. How is that?
2: Uh, it's uh, it's really good. We work uh, good uh, together with uh, on the on the track and uh, with the uh, with the sled and everything and uh, uh, talk about uh, what we can do better and uh, yeah. I actually need to speak uh, English with him too though because uh, I don't understand Finnish and he don't know I understand Norwegian. That's two different <laughs> <laughs> languages. So yeah, that's actually making it easier for me to be in US too though because then I'm learning learning it better.
1: Now, both of you are, of course, podium contenders. Does it ever get tense between you two?
2: No, I don't feel so. Uh, We are like, uh, we know uh, we are like uh, in the same team, but uh, both want to win and uh, uh, but we try to stay away from the worst uh, uh, contact and everything like that. But uh, no, it it feels good and it feels like uh, we can still be uh, uh, racing together against each other
0: you know speaking about racing with hockey who do you think is your toughest competitor when you're racing here in the states oh (laughs) yeah it's uh, almost everyone in the pro class but uh, uh
2: maybe lincoln or benham or cody adam it's it's so many
0: Now, why do you think that is? Why do you think those guys put up such a good fight against you? Because clearly, right now, you're the man to beat. You know, the last two championships have gone to you. Why, to you, are they your toughest competitor?
2: No, they put in a lot of hard work, too, and uh, just trying to be fast and uh, be uh, really good and, yeah, try to be better than everyone else. So just... uh, Yeah, just the fastest one out there.
1: Why are you the fastest guy? Why are you the guy to beat? Would you say that's in part to your riding style? You're a guy who does not hold back when you're on track.
2: No, I'm just trying to do my best and just uh, having focus on what I can do and just uh, uh, yeah, I don't try to think about uh, too many things, just uh, what I can do and uh, what makes me the fastest and uh, best uh, best out of me and uh, that's what i try to think about and yeah i can't do anything else about the other riders or anything so i just try to stay focused
0: well elias when you started here you were kind of known as the the checkers or wreckers kind of guy you you were all out wide open all the time what changed in recent years because obviously now you're you're still very very fast but what was it a mental thing was it just you getting older i mean you're you're 22 years old now um, which is still very young, but what do you think brought you to that next level with consistency?
2: Yeah I think it was just everything I just needed to be more smart and more uh, to, uh, to get points and not like uh, either win or crash or yeah just try to be smarter and uh, be more uh, safe out there too and yeah just getting older and uh, uh, more time on the track it have been that's why I've been learning to get better. That.
1: Now, the general consensus is that you're the guy to beat, and that much is true. How do you internalize feedback like that? Do you use it as fuel or do you try to shut it out as to not let it get to your head?
2: I try to shut it out and yeah, just don't try to focus on that i'm just focus on what i can do and yeah the another uh, riders is so fast so i can't uh, uh, i can't let down anything so i just need to still work hard and just uh, uh, be better and uh, work uh, even harder for next year
0: now who is your biggest mentor in your career is it Somebody like Blair, is it somebody from back home, maybe your dad? Who has really pushed you to get to where you are now in your career?
2: Yeah, for sure. It has been really good with the help from Blair. Blair, when he got back with Skidoo and everything, he have been helping me a lot. And to have a guy like that... Uh, telling you uh, like uh, What to do and uh, which lines and just uh, so worse. It's uh, so uh, it's it have helped a lot But uh, the biggest one have been my dad. He had been helping me since I start and uh, yeah, just
0: uh, been all All time there. So yeah, he have been for sure the biggest one, you know, speaking about choosing lines how do tracks compare when you were to compare tracks back home compared to here in the States, whether it be Canterbury or Deadwood, these typical snow cross tracks that everybody you know, typically loves? How do they compare to the ones you race back home?
2: uh the longer ones but uh, uh over here we don't uh, they i think the track is nicer right away but in the they never groom it so it gets so bad and like shoot out and just uh yeah it's just so uh, sketchy on the tracks and like ice and so just everything on the tracks over here so i think we are more more used to everything than what the tracks in US are because they are kind of uh, similar and trying to be more uh, and yeah, more smooth and everything, and they groom it uh, more than what we do over here.
1: And I'm curious, speaking of tracks back over in Scandinavia, you, of course, you've been riding a snowmobile since you were five years old. How does the the racing scene for youth and amateur riders compare to what we have here in the States? Is there much opportunity for children to learn to race cross and get started very early on?
2: Uh, it's getting better right now, but uh, when I started, I could I couldn't start racing before because before I turn uh, the year I turn uh, twelve, so uh, I start when I was eleven, and uh, yeah, uh, in US you can start from your five or something. So I've been riding since I was uh, young, but I didn't begin race before. Big- before but I was 12 so it took a long time to just sit and wait and just I watched the, my my older friends go to races and stuff like that so that was uh, boring and kind of uh, just a waiting time to begin a career and stuff like that and yeah everything is bigger over in US and yeah it's maybe easy uh, yeah
1: Now we're only a few months into the off season, but how much is Snowcross on your mind during the off season? Do you think about it constantly or do you try to shut it off and do you find it helpful to focus on other things?
2: no it's kind of on, on my mind all the time but uh, it's actually uh, this time of year I'm trying to take uh, take a little bit time off the sled and everything but uh, we have uh, had so much snow after, uh, since the in this winter so I've actually been on the sled uh, uh, and we still have snow so but I'm trying to take more and more time off the sled now so I can uh, yeah so, because soon will the dirt bike season begin and then I will uh, go on the dirt bike all the way into the next year snowcross i'm trying to take a little bit time off both right now to just relax and do other stuff like work and uh, yeah trying to think about uh, other stuff than just dirt bike and snow
0: snowcross how much snow do you guys have at home elias and also to follow up on that on what you just said what do you do for work when you're not racing snowcross
2: Yeah, we still have snow up in, I live uh, uh, kind of a little bit up in the mountains, so it's like, uh, yeah, it's a lot of snow up here right now, it's more than we have had a couple um, last years, and we actually got uh, a little bit of snow this night, so, and I'm hoping for better weather now and warmer, so I will, I want summer now. But uh, yeah, I'm working uh, for uh, for my dad, uh, he has his own company uh, we just build uh, houses and cabins and stuff like that, so I'm a bricklayer oh, and okay. yeah, carpenter. Good for you, good for you. Yeah.
1: <laughs> now you said one of your most memorable moments is winning Pro-Lite in Duluth, the opening round in 2014. Is that still your most memorable moment today after all you've accomplished in the last two years alone?
2: it's hard to take out one because it's like it has been so many the couple last years and since i even got to u.s but uh, yeah the first one was really special like to to be from a small a small guy from back here in norway like uh, coming to u.s and then i was i won my first race it was just really big to be there and yeah to just win it was just awesome
0: Now, has it always been a dream of yours to come race in the United States or were you just kind of, you know, just going with the flow per se and just if the opportunity came, you would do it or was this something you were always striving to do?
2: No, it was for sure a dream to come uh, to US and drive because that's like uh, where the uh, the biggest competition and uh, that's where the snowcross is bigger in the biggest in the world. And uh, so that was, of course, a dream. But uh, I was just uh, riding over here and just trying to be fast and be like better every time I was out. And I didn't really think about anything, just trying to be better and better all the time. Yeah, yeah. And I got the opportunity to come to US and of course that, uh, I said yes to that and yeah, it was good.
1: You're working with one of the most knowledgeable guys in the pits, Jamie Cheney, otherwise known as Richard to some, how is it working with Jamie and not only him, but your other mechanics on the team, how key have they been to your success in recent years?
2: Yeah, uh, the two last years have been really good for me, like uh, with uh, Jamie that changed everything and just uh, him and uh, my mechanic Jesse work really good together and uh, those guys uh, just uh, put up the the best lead out there and just, uh, yeah, it just feels awesome and it has been just fun working with those two guys and yeah, really awesome.
1: Definitely picked up on the vibe that you guys like to have fun. Every time I stop in there, you're (laughs) laughing and having a good time. That's awesome. Now, I just have one last question for you here. Um, Do you have any regrets from this season? In other words, if you had known that we were only going to have six weekends of racing, would you have done anything differently?
2: Nah. (laughs) <laughs> no, I don't think so. actually I my season was really good this year and I just uh, I'm just thankful for my team and uh, all the work they did and uh, just uh, the hard work they put in and uh, I just tried to do the best I could every time I did go out on the track so yeah, I didn't really. Uh, sit back or anything so I know it it ended good for me but uh, of course it was bad that we didn't get the two last uh, weekends in but uh, I was happy for the rest of the season so it's good.
0: No Elias you are like we talked about earlier you're young you're 22 years old and clearly very successful already in the sport. How much longer do you think you will remain doing this? I mean obviously very injuries are very common in our sport and everything else. So, how much longer do you foresee yourself, you know, being at the top, being an, a pro snowcross athlete?
2: Yeah, you know, when you look at uh, team and uh, Tucker, they retired when there was. Uh, uh, 34 or something i i think and i'm 22 and uh, that's 12 years in front of me so i don't know if i'm gonna do it or that but uh, i have actually been in u.s now six years and it it have been going by so fast so i don't maybe i see myself there it's yeah when i'm 30 something too i don't know but yeah i'm taking year for year and just uh, trying to do the best out of the time and
0: yeah and if you're taking it year by year. You say, so what is it going to take for you to stay on top and and win your third championship in a row? Like, what what do you need to do different next year, or do do you keep everything the complete same that you've done the previous two years?
2: No, I keep uh, mostly mostly the same but I'm always trying to change and get better and but yeah, everything is changing and everyone is getting better too so uh, just work harder and uh, get better and yeah, just uh, look uh, in front and see what I can uh, do better and uh, look back and what I can do do better from the earlier season and this season too and yeah, just work harder.
1: That was your 2020 champion, Elias Ishul. We hope you enjoyed that. Once again, head on over to Amsoil.com, and when you spend $50 or more, enter promo code FREESHIPSNOX at checkout to get yourself free shipping. That's courtesy of our friends at Amsoil. That's all we have for this week. Tune in next Wednesday for the next Snowcross podcast presented by Amsoil.
0: You are listening to the Snowcross podcast presented by Amsoil.